As the world becomes increasingly urbanized, the big cities are struggling to keep up with the ever-growing human population. With limited space and resources, even services like waste management become hard to manage. Fun fact, the most densely populated cities in the world are also, on average, the dirtiest. Except for Singapore. One of the world's cleanest and densely populated cities is a staple of extraordinary innovation in all areas. And today, we're going to take a deep dive into how Singapore deals with its over 20,000 tonnes of generated trash, more than four times that of Sydney every single day. Welcome to Podcast Next Gen. I'm David, and today we're going to focus specifically on Singapore's strides in waste management and how they remain one of the cleanest and most beautiful dense cities in the world. Picture this. It's the year 2006, and rubbish is a big issue. You're a Singaporean resident just trying to walk to work, but you keep bumping into piles of rubbish and you turn to your left to try and go around it and there's rubbish there and you turn around and there's more rubbish and then you just storm back home, get in your car and sit in traffic for half an hour. Obviously, that's an exaggeration, but I think anyone can understand that they had a significant problem. Lack of infrastructure, lack of government policy and lack of innovation all contributed to Singapore's major trash trouble. So, obviously, if you were living in this environment for long enough, you would get completely sick of it, which they did. And many countries have kicked this problem can down the road for decades, but Singapore was determined to switch gears and tackle this daunting task. So, they met up and created an ambitious zero trash to landfill by 2040 game plan. Singapore implemented a number of programs and initiatives to reduce, reuse and recycle waste, which deals with approximately 56.3% of Singapore's total waste. For example, Singapore has a comprehensive recycling program that includes the use of composting and anaerobic digestion to convert food waste into fertilizer. But perhaps more controversially, their main innovation was on next generation incineration. Given concerns about last century large-scale rubbish burning measures globally, this was a brave choice. So what makes Singapore different? Incineration is a method where waste is burned at high temperatures to reduce its volume and generate energy in the process. And this occurs in specifically designed facilities that are equipped with advanced technologies to burn the waste in an efficient and safe manner. And the first step to incineration is transportation, which is no easy task in and of itself. Singapore is split into six main waste regions with three companies responsible for transporting waste from three distinct sources. So that's commercial, residential and industrial to two different facilities. So that's incineration and recycling plants. And even this aspect has been revolutionized significantly. Singapore uses what's called the nomadic waste conveyance system for residential blocks and which uses a high-powered vacuum that collects household waste and transports it to a centralised centre, where it is then loaded onto trucks. So families in Singapore don't have the Oi! It's been nine conversation like we do here in Australia. And when waste destined for incineration has been delivered, it is sorted and processed to remove any materials that can't be incinerated, such as hazardous chemicals. The remaining waste is then fed into the incineration chamber, where it is burned at extremely high temperatures, typically around 800 to 1200 degrees Celsius. This reduces the volume of the waste by up to 90%, and the heat generated by the burning process is used to produce steam, which is in turn used to generate electricity. The four waste energy plants in Singapore have the capability to produce up to 220 megawatts of electricity which is enough to power around 14,000 homes year-round. 
and the ash that remains after the burning process is cooled and then sent to a landfill. And the interesting thing about the ash is that not only is it non-toxic, but the volume that the ash takes up is the only physical remains of the trash, and so it requires much less dedicated space for landfill. In the past, incineration was widely utilised, but fell out of favour due to the lack of understanding of its potential consequences. Singapore, however, has embraced a more sustainable and environmentally conscious approach, so they actually transport the waste to an offshore island to help protect the mainland's delicate ecosystems and keeps it environmentally friendly. And while addressing the elephant in the room, it is crucial to acknowledge that incineration, when properly executed, can be a superior alternative to other conventional and less controversial waste disposal methods. And you might be having a similar train of thought to me when I first heard about this story, in which case you'd ask, what about the toxic gases? So most of the toxic contaminant gases that would be released are a form of either nitric oxides or sulfur dioxides, and the plants in Singapore target this directly. They use a technology known as flu gas treatment, which acts in a similar, although much more complicated way to catalytic converters in cars, which has two aspects. The first is flue gas desulfurization, or FGD, and this works by using a scrubbing process to remove the sulfur dioxide from the flue gases before they are released into the atmosphere. And this process involves spraying a slurry of limestone and water into the flue gases. And the limestone reacts with the sulfur dioxide to form calcium sulfate, which is a solid that can be collected and disposed of safely. And the second, selective catalytic reduction, involves injecting a reductant, such as ammonia or urea, into the exhaust gases in the presence of a catalyst. The nitrous oxides in the exhaust gases reacts with the reductant and is converted into harmless nitrogen gas and water vapour. And these measures ensure emissions are at acceptable levels, considering the emphasis on emissions reduction in Singapore. So, there you have it. Incineration might be a dirty word, but Singapore has scienced up this system to create a comprehensive approach to dealing with waste. By reducing, reusing, recycling, and reforming, the city is making great strides in not only reducing the amount of waste that ends up in landfill, but truly making a difference to their impact on the environment. I hope you enjoyed this journey into rubbish as much as I did. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Podcast Next Gen, a collaboration between National Youth Science Forum and Cosmos Magazine. Year 12 students from across Australia have written and recorded their own science shortcasts about important topics in their lives. We'll be releasing them weekly, so keep an ear out. The Royal Institution of Australia's home is in Adelaide, on Ghana land. The students recorded their pieces around Australia, and we pay respect to Indigenous groups across the country. 